The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Each year, Jesus' parents went to Jerusalem for the Feast of Passover. And when he was 12 years old, they went up according to festival custom. After they had completed its days, as they were returning, the boy Jesus remained behind in Jerusalem, but his parents did not know it. Thinking he was in the caravan, they journeyed for a day and looked for him among their relatives and acquaintances. But not finding him, they returned to Jerusalem to look for him. After three days, they found him in the temple, sitting in the midst of the teachers, listening to them and asking them questions. And all who heard him were astounded at his understanding and his answers. When his parents saw him, they were astonished. And his mother said to him, Son, why have you done this to us? Your father and I have been looking for you with great anxiety. And he said to them, Why were you looking for me? Did you not know that I must be in my father's house? But they did not understand what he said to them. He went down with them and came to Nazareth and was obedient to them. And his mother kept all these things in her heart. The Gospel of the Lord. Today we're celebrating the Immaculate Heart of Mary. Friday we celebrated the Sacred Heart of Jesus. And these two feast days are very closely connected. We are turning our attention to the human heart. As we know, the body has a spiritual meaning. And the heart in particular is deeply significant. It remains hidden. It's at the center of the person, the very core of the human being. And yet, it spreads its life-giving influence throughout the entire body. No part of us can survive without the heart. I would suggest that it's no coincidence that after decades of fighting for innocent human life, It has been the discovery of the unborn child's beating heart that has recently led several states, including our own, to give greater legal protection to babies in the womb. There is something about the heartbeat that resonates with us and moves us. It was in the womb of Mary that the Son of God was conceived and became man. His flesh was knit together cell by cell from her flesh, including his own sacred heart. That heart was nourished and grew within her until the day of the Lord's birth. And so it was in the womb of Mary that God first began to love us with a human heart, that the Lord thought of us not only in his divine mind, but as a man. And from those first moments, Christ offered his human life to the Father for our salvation. And Mary, his mother, kept all these mysteries in her own immaculate heart. St. Luke makes a point of telling us that twice in his Gospel, that Mary did not fully understand, did not fully comprehend the mystery, but she did meditate on it in her heart. She has been a model of the Church at prayer, that from the beginning, of Christ's life, Mary is united with him in contemplation. 
she saw deeply into the mystery of Christ because she was the first to know him and the only one to share in his entire life. And because her love for him was perfect, without flaw, without compromise, without stain of sin. In his own public ministry, Christ was so often moved with pity for the crowds. He was cut to the heart. This is the human compassion of God. And in this way, God himself is moved out of love for straying humanity. And so we rightly call the sacred heart of Jesus a fountain of mercy, because mercy arises in us when we see the suffering of another person and take it to heart. When we feel it as our own and so seek to help the other as one like ourselves. Christ loved us to the end. And on the altar of the cross, his heart was pierced with a lance and blood and water flowed out, signifying the church's sacramental life, the Holy Eucharist and baptism. These are conduits to us of grace so that it is from the heart of Christ that that life-giving stream is spread throughout the church so that all of our prayers all of our works of charity, our whole lives as Christians, are nourished and sustained by the vital influence of the Lord's passion. In other words, we can think of our salvation as a blood transfusion. When we were far from God, when our own hearts were hardened by sin, by our compromises with evil, the Son of God has taken to himself a human heart to offer perfect human love to God and to pour the Father's love into our own hearts through the Holy Spirit. It is that grace that makes a change of life truly possible for each of us. And Mary, full of grace, stood at the foot of the Lord's cross. A sword of sorrow pierced her own heart. It was from the cross that Christ gave her to us as our spiritual mother. And so her heart is also filled with love for each of us as her children. Today we look to the example of her immaculate heart as a model, as a sign of hope for what all of us are called to, to share in God's divine life, to unite ourselves to Christ, to receive the effects of God's great mercy, to open our hearts, to absorb that life-giving stream of grace. So may the Lord, whose most sacred heart is aflame with love for each of us, make our hearts like his own. And may Mary, in her immaculate heart, pray for us.